You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. All right. Well, welcome. Thank you guys, as always, for being here on Monday night. We are moving through our May meditation series, The Words, The Will, and The Way. And as you guys know, this has been sort of loosely inspired, at least, by my absolute love of this novel, The Once and Future Witches, in which the author has created these three elements that are required to perform magic. The words, the will, and the way. And so today what we're looking at is the will, right? And in the novel, the will is like the inner strength. Like you have to want it enough in order to perform magic, right? Almost like a a gumption, right? Something that you're kind of like drawing from on the inside and pulling forth. And when we talk about will in meditation, we're going to look at it in two different ways. And it's kind of my favorite sort of thing to look at within meditation because it's so intangible. It's so ephemeral and yet so important that we at least have some fundamental awareness of it in our practice. So the first piece of will, that same sort of like inner strength, is going to be what gets us onto the cushion every day. Because I know y'all know as well as I do that some days you just don't want to. You don't want to. You're like, it's boring. Or... I would rather read this novel or go for a walk today, or maybe I'm too stressed out. It's like too uncomfortable to sit down. I'm too busy. There can be so many reasons that for whatever folly belief prevent us from sitting down. And so this first bit of will is really legitimately the inner strength to say, I'm going to show up and I'm going to sit on this cushion no matter how silly or how slow the time goes or how busy I feel, no matter what, I'm going to sit and make time for this practice. And the reason we do that, the reason we make that commitment to ourselves, I think, is because we fundamentally trust in what's being offered. There's something about the words being used by teachers before us or in writings that speaks to us on some level and says, I want that, right? And to me, maybe the most important piece of a meditation practice and any teacher, any teacher that you study with for meditation should speak of this because this is fundamental to meditation. The primary teaching of meditation is always come and see for yourself. It is never something that you are supposed to accept wholeheartedly and believe because somebody tells you it's true, period. 
that teaching stems from the Buddha himself, right? In, in the original teachings, it was written in Pali, and the words are ehi pasako. Ehi pasako, come and see for yourself. I can tell you my experience, but you don't know that that's true unless you sit on the cushion. And so when you know that that is threaded through our teachings, I think it feeds this will to show up, to sit down and indeed see for yourself what happens if I'm still for 10 to 20 minutes every day. What happens if I stay when I'm beyond uncomfortable or sleepy or busy? But then, and then, we've shored up that strength. We've sat down on the cushion. And now our will becomes entirely different. Now the will shifts from the will to meditate, the will to show up and sit down, to the will to let go. Because just as much as we want the experiences, the teachings, the insights, we have to be able to sit down and let go into what our actual experience is. And this is where we get into that ephemeral, that like, it kind of makes sense and it kind of doesn't. There's a little bit of a dance in this part of the practice, right? We're gonna show up and we're gonna take in everything that we've learned about concentrating the mind, about stilling the body, about watching the experience unfold. We have all of that sort of guiding us. But then we have to be able to let go enough to actually see and enjoy what happens. I, you know, one of my favorite teachers is an older woman named Sylvia Borstein, who's like the quintessential Jewish grandma. She's awesome. I love her. And she did an interview maybe a year ago. I was listening to it and the interviewer said, you know, so tell us about your meditation practice. Like, how do you, how do you meditate? I mean, she's been meditating for decades and decades and decades and teaching it you know, through the Insight Meditation Society, which is like a very deep, big meditation teaching facility. And, and so she says, well, you know, I get up in the morning and I pour my cup of coffee and I sit in my chair and I say my prayers and I drink my coffee and I notice the colors of the morning and I listen to the sounds. And she's just like talking in this lovely, relaxed way about how her morning unfolds. And as I listened to her, I thought it was the most stunning description of a meditation practice ever because there was no rigidity to it. There was no, I set a timer and I sit on a cushion with my legs crossed and my spine sticks straight and I don't blink for 20 minutes. Now, she then followed her description with this is because I meditated for 20 minutes with my spine straight without blinking for 30 years, right? And it was again that little dance of, yes, I have to have discipline. And yeah, I got to totally let go. 
And I think that this circles us right back into that ehipasako. See for yourself, what does it mean to hold both discipline and letting go in the exact same practice at the exact same time? I don't know. I don't, I have no earthly idea how to put that in words and teach that. That's the truth. I just don't. I can tell you that I, in my own practice, tend to imagine that I'm laying back in a hammock. And even though I sit upright, I try to feel in my body like I was lying down. Does that make sense? And for me, there's something in that physicality of holding myself upright and inviting myself to lie down that I find that space between the two. I land in that liminal, somewhat disciplined and somewhat relaxed space. And maybe that visual will will work for you but it might be something totally different. The invitation is however it shows up for you. Can you start to like almost play, like really in a lovely kind way? How do I take presence, non-judgment, compassion, How do I bring all that into this moment when I say, now is my time to meditate? And then how do I throw my hands up in the air and go, huh, so funny, this is what happened. How do I do those two things at the same time? So our will, when we meditate, we have the will to show up and simultaneously the will to let go. This is really important, I think, not just for beginners, but also for those of us that have been practicing long enough that we've gone through slumps. Do you know what I mean by that? Right? Like sometimes our practice is good and exciting and interesting or rich in some way. It feels enlivening. And then we'll just, for unknown reasons, hit a moment where suddenly it feels different. Maybe it feels empty or busy or like almost like a sense of blah, as opposed to what was so rich the day before. And the tendency is to like grasp back for what was, you know, and I just recently was having a conversation with a new client and he was like, you know, I meditate and I get two seconds of silence and I know I'm just going to be able to hang on to it a little bit longer next time. And I could feel the want right? I could feel that like I'm leaning in with both hands. I'm going to get that silent space. And we spent the whole session talking about how that very leaning in was what was going to hinder that space. The, uh, The wanting is what hinders us. I want it to be richer and I can't get there. But when I can just say, I'm going to sit in this This, whatever this is for you in this moment, I'm just going to sit in it. Even if I feel like I'm just counting the seconds until the bell rings, I'm just going to do that and try as best I can to let go of everything that comes with that. 
all of the tightening, all of the judgment, all of that let go. So that ultimately we're just experiencing the scent of the coffee, the colors, the textures of the moment, regardless of how our mind says that feels. That's the practice. Yeah. Okay. So let's practice together with this little dance. Yeah. You can go ahead and uncross your legs, cross them the other way if you're seated down on the ground. And if you'd like to sit in a chair with your feet flat on the earth, you always can do so. Letting your hands rest onto your lap. Letting your eyes close. And together here, nice deep breath. Opening up the mouth, releasing a sigh. And we'll do that once more, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. Allowing your breath to flow. Feeling yourself settle right here into your seat. And silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And you feel the power of those words, that intention, calling you more fully into your seat, into your body. And you let your breath flow. And you notice where you can let go. Perhaps softening down through the legs, through the hips. Across the expanse of your belly. And the width of your chest. Feeling breath move out across your shoulders. Allowing those shoulder blades to drop back and down. Very gently elongating the spine and the back of the neck. Even reaching up through the crown of the head.
taking time to soften and smooth across your forehead. Relax the skin around the eyes. Letting go along the jaw, and the inside of the cheeks. Feeling here in this moment that you made it. You landed in your practice. And now that you're here, where else can you let go? How can you feel a sense of softness or spaciousness through your body? Perhaps you'll feel even as you sit here that internally you were lying back. Letting go into an imaginary hammock or even the earth itself. And perhaps all around you, you sense the movement of the present moment. The thoughts, energies and to-dos, they all just loosely swirl around us. And yet somewhere inside is an easy, open spaciousness.
And within that easy open expanse, we feel our breath move. We feel the inhale move into the body, expanding the belly and the ribs. And we feel the exhale move out of the body. And in a moment, we'll settle into about 10 minutes of silence. And as we do, will allow all the movement of the moment. The thoughts and feelings and ideas. We'll allow all of that to be here. while simultaneously feeling that spacious breath inside. Just allowing ourselves to enjoy that little dance. Feeling both the will to meditate and the will to let go all at the same time. With this breath, And this one, and this one too,
very gently noticing your experience, letting any sense of wanting or reaching, letting that go. And taking this last minute just to feel yourself sitting right here. Breathing and allowing everything that this moment is to be. Gradually, we feel our breath deepening, holding on to that sense of duality or paradox, holding on to that little dance that we do when we practice. Letting this next inhale fill you up and expand you to your edges. And letting this next exhale empty you out. And wiggle through your fingers and your toes. Blink your eyes open, releasing your practice. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.